This is an ABC podcast. Now, if I add a little more bark to this broth of slugs and soil, then... <gasps> Delicious. Oh, my thick leaf wraps are ready. Oh, hot. I'm so excited that Molly is coming over to visit my treehouse, my very own home amongst the gum trees. Hello? Excellent timing, Molly. Come on in. Oh, sorry, can you take your shoes off at the door, actually? I've got some hand-sewn leaf slippers that are just your size. Oh, surely I can just walk in with my outdoor shoes on, Carl, like I do at my place. Especially since we are up in a tree. (gasps) How dare you disgrace the customs of the treeple? What's a treeple? The treeple are my people. Tree people, hence treeple. We who live in tree-bound huts never wear dirty shoes indoors. Please, I'll ask you one last time. Off with those grubby shoes and on with the leaf slippers. Okay, but I really don't see why I have to put these on, but hand them over. Oh, oh, these are tight and itchy. Oh, I think there was a worm in these leaf slippers. Oh, no, 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 that, that's just mud to help seal the slippers together. Yuck. Now, come and eat some slug and soil soup with warmed up thick leaf. Double yuck. What's your problem, Molly? You come into my home... Your tree hut. ...and you ignore the ways of my treeple, show disdain towards our customs? What? No, I'm not trying to be rude. I I just feel like maybe treeple rules shouldn't really apply to me. I'm not one of you. Well, today on Short and Curly, as a visitor to a different home, a different country, or even the land of the treeple, is it ever okay to ignore someone else's customs or culture? Especially somewhere with different rules to the ones you're used to. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Short and curly. Now, isn't this soup delicious? Smell that fragrant, earthy waft. Ah, yum. Oh, I really don't feel like eating that. Couldn't we just stop and think about what it means to be a good guest with our first thinking question? Yeah, if you want to completely ignore my house rules. Great! So, remember you can pause here to ponder our question or discuss it with those around you. When you're ready to keep rolling, just hit play again. And our question is, have you ever been to someone else's house where the rules were really different? What was it like? Hit pause now. Now, Molly, before you settle into those hearty slugs, let's pray to the mighty earth spirit Gaia. Yeah, okay, Carl, I love trees too. And after lunch, we can climb to the very tippy top and sway. Oh, do I have to? Now, today's episode was actually inspired by one of our short and curly listeners, Gabby, who lives in Japan. Yeah, and Gabby's basically one of my fellow treeple. He's not from Japan, but he's been living there for three years and he goes to school over there and he loves climbing trees. I'll let him introduce himself. Hey, my name is Gabriel, or you can call me Gabby. I live in Japan, in Osaka, Japan, and um, I am 10 
and I emailed Short and Curly to talk about sakura trees, commonly known as cherry blossoms. You might have seen these cherry blossom or sakura trees. They bloom in spring and their bright blossom puffs of pink and white are considered Japan's national flowers. They're very important trees in Japanese culture, deeply rooted in their society. <laughs> rooted. Nice tree joke. What? But he wrote to us because he had some cherry tree drama. Here's what happened. Um, this month in Japan, it's one of the sakura seasons. That means that everyone is having a party. I was in one of these parties, climbing one of the sturdy sakura trees because my sister asked me to get one of the flowers. But some random person, Japanese person, came up and pulled my leg and said, Dame abunai, which is don't, it's dangerous. And my mom pulled me down and said, don't climb in front of other people, it's not polite. That left me wondering, why does this random person have the right to tell me what to do? We treeple belong in the trees. This is outrageous. Well, was it really? I mean, the cherry blossoms are important to Japanese people and maybe it was really dangerous to climb it. But Gabby climbs trees all the time and this one looked perfect. Just think about the freedom of floating through those upper branches with beautiful blossoms all around you. He is a true free tree spirit. I gave him a call to ask a little more about this situation. So I love tree climbing. It's my childhood and I've been doing it since I was very small. And I'm very good at it. So clearly you're a future member of the treeple people then, am I right? <laughs> yes. Our motto is what we see we climb. <laughs> and there's a kitchen wall. <laughs> Do you think you can be blamed for doing the wrong thing in that situation? I am probably not to blame. Um, since being many other countries climbing trees is okay, I had no further knowledge that it's actually harmful or disrespectful in any way. Why do I have to follow his culture even though I'm not really even though I'm new to it? So I think that you that a culture is a culture and is something that someone respects. That is good. You should respect cultures. But cultures need to have a reason. Like, for example, you can't just say in the Sakura example, you need to say, don't do that, it's our culture, and it's disrespectful to the beautiful tree. And in certain situations, maybe it's something, Maybe you shouldn't respect a, cult a culture if it is harmful or mentally harmful to someone, and it is not to, and is not to someone's pleasure. You go, Gabby. A tree's a tree and the treeple should always be free. Uh, but that man probably had some good reasons to ask Gabby to get down from the tree, like staying safe. Wait, can you hear that? What are those voices I hear on the wind? <gasps> it's the treeple younglings, the children of the breeze. They sound like our brains trust, actually. Our brains trust from Malulabas State School have wisdom to share. Yeah, because we asked them what they thought of Gabby's situation. Yes, they should have gotten down because it is their culture and because they're at a festival, it's sort of, what's the word, like, not appropriate and disrespectful. 
I reckon it's a bit of both because if, like, children sometimes just can't help but to do stuff, like, they could just climb a tree and not even realise they're doing it, they're like don't even realise they're being disrespectful because they're just having fun and doing what a child would do. But as well as that, the Japanese people, it's their, like, country. So, like, if they just see someone on their, their tree, they could be like, can you please, like, get down? It's OK because you're doing what your culture is, but it's at a different place. Because if you respect one, you're going to disrespect another. So either way, you're going to be disrespecting one. OK, let's hand this one over to you listening for our next thinking question. You're living in a different place with rules that don't make a lot of sense to you. You spot the perfect tree and nothing makes you happier than climbing a good tree. You know these trees are really special to people who live here, but all you see is a big old climbing frame. Given all that, what would you do in Gabby's situation? Hit pause now. It's Matt. He's calling on the jungle phone. You mean that, that noise we just heard? That, that noise where there was no phone involved. Yeah, yeah, jungle phone. He's calling to say he's on his way over on the jungle tram. Oh! Phew! Phew! That last swing was a big one. Matt, welcome. I'm glad you're getting used to using the jungle tram. Indeed I am. What? The jungle tram? You swung here on vines. Yeah, that's what we call the jungle tram. It's efficient, fun and great for the upper body. Plus, it's only six vine swings from the Ethics Centre. Matt, I'm glad you've swung by. Now, we've been talking about my basically treeple friend Gabby who got told off for climbing a cherry blossom tree in Japan, even though he didn't know that that would be a problem. Unless Gabby had done lots of really specific research, he probably couldn't have known that that rule existed until someone told him. And that's exactly what happened. Sometimes the only way we can learn something is by making a mistake. And that includes mistakes about how we should behave and what's the right thing to do in different places. But what if someone is trying to teach you something and you don't agree with them? Like, they're teaching you that it's respectful to put mud on your feet even though you think that's yucky. It can be okay to disagree with someone from another culture about their practices, but it's a really good idea to understand before we disagree. Cultural behaviours are a bit like an iceberg. There's lots of stuff we don't see. All we see are the rules, rituals and customs, but we don't see the reasons why those customs exist. So before we decide whether we like a rule or not, we need to make sure we understand why that rule exists. And Molly, the reason there's mud in your shoes is both to keep the leaves stuck together and to nourish the floorboards of my treeple home. It's very practical and wise. Carl, I'm pretty sure this floor is cardboard and the mud is just making it soggy. But I can see how some other cultural practices that seem weird might make more sense if I knew more. Then my work is done. Thanks, Matt. Oh! I guess he had to swing to another treeple home that needed ethical advice. Classic Matt. 
Oh, I think it might be about time for me to head off. Hmm. Well, you can wear my extra springy leaf shoes when you're ready to leaf, and I can lend you some extra mud too. Just remember to return it when you're done. Oh, Carl, I I don't think I'm just going to jump out of a tree. Sorry. I invite you into my home. Hut. Feed you delicious food. Random things you found in a bush. Introduce you to the wisdom of the treeple. Just a lot of tree injuries. And after all this, you still decide to just ignore my customs? Yeah, I do. And I'm pretty sure Gabby would back me up on this too. If I was in that scenario, I think I'll not do it. Uh, My reason is not because some people think it's gross, but because I don't really want to do something I don't want to do for your opinion. And what if I tell you that it's it's my culture? This is what we do when we live among the trees. <laughs> hmm. So my experience, I would, I would probably do it, but not be too happy about it. And what should we do if someone else's culture and your culture mm-hmm. clash? Who gets what? right of way? Hmm. There's multiple different scenarios for that. Since if your culture clashes with another person's culture, but let's say um, I am the non-tree people and I say that you shouldn't do said things, if I'm in tree people territory, then I should do what they say since it is not my territory. And as a tree person, I really agree with that. I'm sure Molly won't, though. (laughs) (laughs) See, my territory, my rules. Molly, maybe it's time for you to leaf. Whoa! What's that swinging through the trees up there, Carl? It looks like an orangutan. <gasps> oh, oh, no, no, no. That, that's just Matt. I think he's taken his shirt off, though. Back so soon? Hey, you two. Sorry I dashed before. I just really wanted to practice my overhead swinging... No problems at all, bro. All swingers allowed here. We welcome all types. Except people who don't want to eat slug soup, i.e. me. No, they are certainly not welcome. If you come to my tree, you have to taste my cooking. That's just polite. But I don't want to eat slugs. Matt! Molly! I'm right here. So what we're talking about is hospitality. That's the idea that we should be open to strangers and invite them into our lives and into our worlds. And we do that by offering them slug soup, naturally. Continue. A lot of the time we're told that when we meet new people, we should find the things that we have in common. You know, the stuff that makes us similar. But a philosopher named Jacques Derrida actually thought hospitality was about focusing on the things that make us different. Exploring and learning about those differences helps us to grow and change. So that means that the guest will learn from the host, but the host also needs to learn from the guest. Ah, so Carl, you need to learn from me, and that means learning that slug soup is gross. That's not really it either. The whole point of hospitality is not just to try new things, but to expose yourself to another way of life. By choosing to be open to other people and experiences, something in us changes. Sometimes that openness will feel great, but other times it won't. 
In both cases, we're starting to appreciate someone because they're so different from us. Okay, so let's be practical. Let's say you're at a new friend's house and they ask you to eat something or watch something or do something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Not because it's dangerous or wrong, but just because it's really different. What should we think about? There are so many things to think about, but here are three to take home. First, try to figure out why you're feeling uncomfortable. What's underneath the surface that makes this seem weird? Second, ask yourself if there's something you can learn by having a go at doing whatever this thing is. And third, use your imagination. Ask yourself, what would it be like to live in a society or a world where this thing didn't feel weird or frightening to me? If we can do that, we're starting to understand why our comfort zone is the way it is and what would happen if we started to push past that. Thanks, Matt. And one of the things I've learned from working on Short and Curly is that we need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. That said, can you please cover up your naked torso? Here is a shirt. No thanks, Carl. It's swing time. Cowabunga! Ah! Oh, he just threw himself into the canopy below. Yeah, yeah, he's using the jungle stairs to get down. I'm okay, don't worry! Ah, we weren't. That seems really dangerous. Well, as the famous triple proverb goes, nature rules. You must flow through life like a leaf. If you say so, Carl. If you say so. Well, I think it's time for one final thinking question. Put yourself in my shoes. You've been invited to Carl's treehouse. He expects you to sit down and eat a whole bowl of his soil and slug soup. The question is, even if you feel really uncomfortable and maybe a bit grossed out, should you eat the soup anyway to be a good guest? Hit pause now. Thanks to our Brains Trust for this episode. The marvellous tree spirits from Mooloolaba State School... Josh, Kaya, Isaac, Gemma, Audrey and Fred. And a special thanks to our tree mother and producer, Kyla Slavin, plus Queens of the Jungle, executive producer Justine Kelly and head of audio studios, Kelly Reardon. Not to mention jungle audio engineer, Bella Tropiano. And of course, a very big thank you to Gabby, who talked to us from Osaka in Japan. If you have any excellent examples of being a guest somewhere or having a visitor and trying to figure out how to understand or respect different ideas, feel free to write to us. Yeah, our email is shortandcurly, all one word, at abc.net.au. Wait, Carl, how do you access email up here in the jungle? Oh, that's easy. Jungle internet. (laughs) We get the best tweets up here in the branches. (laughs) I just got one now. (laughs) Great. Was that just a bird? Yeah, jungle tweets. I just got another one. This one's going viral. Uh Uh-oh, these tweets are are getting out of control. Ah, the birds are swarming. Back off, birds. I think we broke the jungle internet. Uh, Are they supposed to be uh, pecking me? Yeah, it's just one of the glitches on the jungle internet. Log off! Log off! 
I've never seen a jungle internet frenzy like this. Uh, Carl, I am deeply uncomfortable in your culture. Time for me to take the jungle stairs. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Molly, how many episodes of Short and Curly do you think we've ended with one of us just spiralling out of control and going kind of nuts? I would say 45% at this point. And in the other 55%, someone is probably going to die. All that time you went off into space and we still don't know what happened to you. So if you want to write to us and let us know what your favourite or least favourite short and curly ending is, just head to our website and hit the Contact Us button. And it's a great excuse to go back and listen to any of our episodes that you haven't heard yet.